0: episode of Embrace the Wrestle, a podcast for anyone with a desire to improve or maintain your mental health. I am so excited and happy you are here. Allow me to tell you a little bit about myself and what you can expect from the podcast. My name is Ladima Cummings. And I have worked in the mental health field since 1987, and I know many of you probably weren't even born then. That was so long ago. Throughout this 30-plus year career that I've had, I've worn many hats with a variety of roles, ranging from a staff nurse to a therapist, a program developer, a consultant, and a prescriber. During this time, I've had the great honor and privilege of working with individuals and families with problems related to basic communication skills, to serious and chronic mental illnesses, and just about everything in between. I also want to share with you that I have been on both sides of the desk, so to speak. I have been a consumer of mental health treatment myself as well as being a family member of someone receiving treatment. I have participated in individual, family, and marital therapies, as well as medication management for depression. And I've also been involved in a family member's treatment related to heroin addiction. Believe me, I would much rather be on the professional side of the desk versus being the consumer. But at those times that I was the consumer and receiving treatment, I knew that it was imperative to do so if I wanted to get better, if I wanted those around me to get better, or for life in general to improve. And I know my family and myself are not unique in this way. My belief is that we all need a little help at times. Sometimes we need a lot of help, and that's okay. In my mind, the tragedy comes when someone needs help and either refuses to seek it out or isn't able to overcome the obstacles to get the help and treatment they need. I have learned a lot through my career in mental health, obviously through scholarly activities, but most importantly, from the people I've had the honor to work with. They have all taught me so much, and I will be ever grateful to them. I would like to share with you two of the basics I've learned through the years, and I think these might surprise you. Number one, laughter really can be the best medicine. As a dear friend of mine was once told, not everything is funny. Well, that is true. There are situations that it just isn't realistic or healthy to attempt to find some humor. However, most of us are not experiencing catastrophic situations on a daily basis. I have found that in most situations, looking for some humor can provide a needed and beneficial pause. We can literally take a breath, a nice, long, deep breath. And this in turn may help us to put things in a more realistic perspective. The second basic concept I've learned is that happiness is a choice and peace is a process. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not talking about being Pollyannish about our problems or troubles. I am not suggesting that we put an unrealistic positive spin on things that don't warrant it and i'm not talking about living in denial and pretending that life is good all of the time what i am talking about is making a decision to be happy to not let the little things that go wrong to ruin our day week month year or life i think we all know someone who is unhappy regardless of what is happening in their life I guess I'm talking about pessimists. I know pessimists often describe themselves as realists, but I don't really think that's a fair analogy. In my mind, or as I often say, the world according to Ledema, the person who is always looking at the downside of life, refusing to acknowledge anything positive, is just as unrealistic and may I say emotionally unhealthy, as the person who is always looking at the upside, refusing to look at the negative or the obstacles. The ups and downs are both reality. I just know that coming from a positive frame of mind can help so much when the negative things hit us. I guess you could say we're starting from a higher ground instead of starting in a ditch and then being dragged further down by the hard things in life. Remember, life is a four-letter word, but so are kind, hope, and love. The second part of this concept, peace is a process. The act of gaining or keeping an internal sense of peace is multifaceted. And I believe it starts with making the choice to be happy. That may seem a little simple, but I do think that's the foundation. We'll talk more about the process of peace later in a different podcast. As you listen to these podcasts, I think it's important for you to know that a basic concept I hold is that mental health exists on a continuum that is fluid, meaning our mental health doesn't stay at the same place on this continuum. At one end of the continuum, we are completely disabled, not able to function in our day-to-day world, not able to meet our own basic needs of food, water, and shelter. At the other end of the continuum, we are able to function at our greatest capacity and can be self-actualized. This is where our personal potential is fully realized. We're not only able to meet our basic needs and have an emotionally stable life with a sense of belonging, a healthy self-esteem, but we're also able to allow ourselves to experience and engage in our need to continue to grow and develop psychologically, mentally, and emotionally, not shying away from our curiosity, creativity, and strengths. So with this continuum being fluid, I think it's easy to see that we can be at any point between these two ranges and it doesn't have to stay at one place. We all have good days and bad days. We all have stressors in our lives. Some small, some are catastrophic. If we don't like where we are on the continuum of mental health, we can change it. We don't have to stay stuck. Yes, that can really be done. Even if you're struggling with any type of mood disorder, thought disorder, addiction. I hope that sounds promising to you if you didn't already realize this. Okay, enough about me and the world according to Ledema. Let's talk about the actual podcast, Embrace the Wrestle. I borrowed this title from a sermon I heard a few years ago. The context of the sermon was struggling with religious and spiritual questions. The message was that we are not to run away or hide from these struggles, but rather to face these issues, embrace them, wrap our arms around them, and wrestle with them until we come to a better understanding or sense of peace. Gosh, did I ever connect with this metaphor? I realized that was exactly what I had done was some of my greatest struggles in life. And I realized this concept could be applied to life's challenges in general and specifically to mental health issues and symptoms. A fair warning here, wrestling is a contact sport. It isn't pretty. It can be messy and painful. During the process, you can feel beat up. But when you come to the other side of whatever you've wrestled with, There is no better sense of calm, acceptance, growth, achievement. The end result is worth the wrestle, and you end up embracing something so much better than what you started with. This podcast will be about everything mental health and life in general. We will discuss hard topics and issues, but there will be humor and light sprinkled in. I wish this type of podcast wasn't necessary. I have felt the nudge and urgency to do this because of the stigma that continues to exist around mental health issues and treatment. Our society has a way of discounting the existence of true mental health struggles and diagnoses. I think we've all heard such sayings as, You just need a backbone. You just need to pull yourself up by your bootstraps. It's all in your head. There isn't anything wrong with you. Real men don't cry. These statements make us second-guess ourselves or encourage us to stick our head in the sand and pretend there's nothing wrong. Statements like these can lead us to feel less than others, feeling a sense of shame or guilt about what we are experiencing internally. This type of thought process can stop folks from being honest with themselves about what's going on and certainly with other people. With this type of thought process, why would anyone ever share their feelings or thoughts with someone else, let alone seek out treatment? And then there's the whole issue of accessing treatment. Once someone does decide it's time to get some help, there can be some significant obstacles that can prevent that from happening. It may take six weeks or longer to get an appointment someplace. If I've made the decision I need help, I need help now. If and when I do get an appointment scheduled, my insurance may not cover the services, if I even have insurance. If I don't have insurance, my copay may still be too much for me to afford. I may not have transportation to an appointment. And I'm probably not going to ask anyone to take me to a mental health appointment. Whew, there's so much to combat. Okay, let's get to solutions. Okay, as I've said, this podcast is going to address everything under the umbrella of mental health and general life struggles. From time to time, you'll hear from regular everyday people who will share with you their path of mental health, their insights and successes. You'll also hear from mental health professionals at times, shedding light on symptoms, diagnoses, pathophysiology, and treatment, all within a holistic framework. My wish for each of you listening to the episodes of Embrace the Wrestle is to realize that you are not alone and there is hope. Maybe you'll learn some new ways of self-care that can lead you to or reinforce your best mental health. Might I be so bold as to suggest that liking and subscribing to this podcast will be an act of self-care you take today. By the way, you can look for new episodes the first and third Thursdays of each month. Please remember to embrace yourself with peace, love, and kindness as you embrace the wrestle. Until we meet again.